Hey there, how's it going? In this episode, I am talking to Johannes Kleisch, who is one of the co-founders of Snox, which is a brand built around selling socks and underwear. Can you believe it? Socks and underwear. So there's so many niches in e-commerce, everyone's trying to figure it out, and uh, these guys just crushing it in selling socks and underwear. And in this episode, we talk about loneliness as an entrepreneur, in the beginning especially, and how to overcome it, the importance of a co-founder and value of employees, building a team that is like a family, prioritizing fun over profit after meeting your basic cash flow needs, the importance of co-founder or also the value of one, and transitioning from pain and chasing security to passion, fun, and enjoyment. So yeah, I really enjoyed how we dove into how these guys really just wanna do stuff that's fun. They're adding a little cafe to their to their brand now. So they're selling socks and underwear now they thought, hey, just wanna get a cafe going as well. I think that would be cool. And they just put that right next to right next doors. So um, I think this is really cool and it's uh, a place that I hope everyone gets to where they can just build something that they're passionate about. So without further ado, let's dive right into this episode. This is the Collective Ambition Podcast. You're selling socks. Um, you probably get that question a lot, but I really want to know how did you get into that? Because um, th- there are so many people that want to get into e-commerce and socks is one of the last things that people want to get into. So how, how did that happen? And uh, you seem to be doing pretty well at it. So how come? Yeah, first, thank you for the invitation. I'm really uh, looking forward. Yeah, socks. I, when I told this, my family and um, all my friends, it was really awkward. So, Johannes, why are you selling socks? And especially, uh, we uh, started a company in 2016, and our goal was just to be like financial free and uh, have our own business. And then, yeah, we uh, got some re- research on the internet how can we do that and how we can live the life we want to. And then there was the opportunity with Amazon FBA, you know, that kind of business model. And then we was like really excited about it. We love Amazon FBA. We ourselves was really like Amazon shoppers. So we decided for ourselves that we want to buy something on Amazon. And then just on this time, I was, I was making money with like reselling. Like I bought reselling sneakers. So I bought like, Yeezys or back then some other Nike sneakers and then resell it like for double the price of yeah three times the price so I was really into this sneaker game and yeah there was then we thought about it uh, what kind of product we can sell on Amazon and because I was in the sneaker game I was really into it and I saw okay there are like only two kind of socks um, businesses like very high price with stands or falke there are like for one pair of socks it's about 10 to 15 euros and nobody want to like buy uh, socks for 15 euros and on the other side there was like primark and h&m which really cheap and bad quality and then i was felix my co-founder let's sell socks in the middle price range on amazon i think that's the niche where we should go into and that's why are we selling socks right now and also boxer shorts and stuff like that? To be honest, myself, I never thought that I will like sell socks. And before I started Snox, I never bought socks myself. 
it was all always my mom or I get it as a present. So I'm not a food fetishist. I don't know the English word or something like that. It's just the business. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Right. We get it. All right. We don't judge you here. Okay. If okay. Admit. Um, that's really interesting that you just slipped into it. Uh, Cause Lewis told me a mutual friend of ours. I don't know how well, you know, Lewis, uh, he's one of the guys in, in Cyprus. Uh, and he told yeah. me that you also do a, a podcast. And mm -hmm. I said, I, I immediately went into logic mode and like re reverse engineering. Okay. Why are they doing the podcast? Is it for marketing? What's the backend plan behind that? And he told me, no, I think they just started because they wanted to. So is that yeah. kind of like the way you do things? Like you just do things because you want to do them and then you see how, what develops. Cause that's what it seems like with uh, your, your socks business. Yours with socks. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good point. I think that's Felix and my DNA. Like we like the biggest goal for us is like having fun and do whatever we want. And also like the magic for me is in our world today, it's like to combine, combine like things you want to do with like great business ideas. And that's like how it goes in our company. Like first, for example, the podcast first, it was let's do a podcast. We want like to speak to other persons, get to get in touch with other people. Let's do that. And then we like may episodes and then develop like a business model around this and that's always the same like we just start look is it fun for us for myself and after that we try to build a business around it and some fun facts next year for myself i'm a really big coffee lover so i'm a barista and can do latte art and stuff like that and next year we want to um, open a cafe oh nice yeah so that's exactly the same like why is a socks company like open a cafe? Like what the fuck? <laughs> but I love coffee and we will combine it with um, like a pop-up store for our products. And we are really big on social media and inter interact a lot with our followers. And then in the place there, you can get in touch with us like two times a week, uh, interviews live podcasts and stuff like that that's a really good example for our how we uh, try to make business like always the fun factor is in front but also we want to make money as well yeah nice so you built a business out of the podcast type of thing you started doing consulting and stuff like that or what what did yeah, you build exactly. around that like the business model around the podcast is mm, we don't make money through the podcast but we get really nice contacts and consulting and trust like and fun these three factors yeah fun yeah. to be honest it's really fun and at the moment i don't think that podcast in germany is that big enough to make really money out of it like directly like youtube or stuff like that that you have big uh, placements but with our brand behind like snox is our sponsor for the podcast so it's marketing and also for consultant and yeah, it's combined a lot of things. Yeah. I think the biggest ROI for, from the podcast for me has been really the networking, like being able to hop on calls with people like you and the, just chat and then you can get in touch exactly. with some really interesting people. So that's really the ROI and it's fun. Like, uh, yeah, it's and fun. I, I love your approach. It really reminds me of Richard Branson. He's the same, right? He's like, 
if it's not fun, what's the point? So I really, yeah. I'm really, I have to admit, I'm really inspired by that because I'm, I tend to be the guy who's like thinking ahead too much. And then people like you, you're just starting and then it kind of develops. Where, yeah. where do you think that comes from? Mm, that's a really good question. I think we started so Snocks at first, like our first goal was like to be independent and like live a life of freeness. Yeah. But after that, like it was, it took like one or two years and then Felix and me was in a big, yeah, not really depression, but it was okay. We check our goal. What's next? And then we reflect ourselves. Yeah. What, what can we do now? And then there was like a big point for us, like Felix, Johannes, let's have fun. Like our life right now, we have the financial freedom to do whatever we want. Let's, make money but live our life how we want to live it and i think it's a personal it's a personal way of thinking of positivity and i think it took some times i always say to our consulting um partners first you first you have to cross the border that you are free until that you can do whatever you want so and then we hit the goal to live free. And after that, then you're, yeah, you're free and can do whatever you want. I, it's hard to explain because it's really, it's emotional. I, I don't know. I don't really know. So, yeah, I think it's, it's tricky because I, I think it's interesting to hear that you also seem to have started from a bit of a place of pain where you're like, yeah. oh, I want to be free. So you did? Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's interesting because I'm, I'm always worried because I'm like, I started from massive pain in 2016 as well. Amazon FBA sold my business last yeah. year. And uh, now nice. I wanted to do something. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, now wanting to do something where it's fun. Exactly the same transition as yeah. you I see it with so many people. So it's, it's, and I see someone like you just having fun. I, I checked out your, your profiles and you have a great team going on. They love working with you and you're creating something really. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From what I've seen, I mean, I've, I've done a bit of research and, uh, it's, it's good to see that you also started from pain and you made that transition, it seems, successfully. And now you're like, you, you love what you do. Um, so it's interesting to see. But I think people could get into a position where they think, oh, first I need to cover the money part. And then later on, yeah. once I feel safe, then I'll focus on more fun. But then it, that never ends because you think, oh no, now I have a bigger apartment. I need to make more money. Oh no, at first yeah. I need to be financially totally free. How did you draw that line for you? Oh, good questions though. Um, the first point for us was uh, we don't have like fixed uh, costs. So our like Lebensstandard, I don't know, live standard. Living standard? Is, yeah, for the first like two and a half year, it was really, really low. Like until now, Felix and me live by our parents. Like we travel a lot and we have a good life right now. But the first two years, a big mistake I see like all the new entrepreneurs and FBA like bros have like big fixed costs and they increase their uh, life standard repeatedly. So that's a really good point because then you think you, I, I have to more money, more money, more money. And you get in this depression where you're only focusing on making money. And 
the other side is, uh, I don't know if I can say that, but it's, I see it um, in Amazon FBA, like sellers, they focusing only on cash flow products and just like first product, then second product, third product, just go product for product with no love, no fun. It's just more money, more money, more money. And in our business, we, from the first day, we focusing also on brand building and try to build a company around it and not just sell on Amazon and product after product after product. And I think that's the reason why a lot of FBA sellers, I don't know if it's the same reason for you, they went into a depression where they thought, oh, I can do it further and further. Then, then I have 20 products or 30 products. It's always the same. That was never our goal. Like we focus on really big products, not a lot. Right now we have to be honest, like five products we're making money with and we're focusing on that and try to build a company and a brand around it. And that's what it makes fun. It, it's, it don't make me happy to launch product after product. So for that reason, we change it. We want to build a brand. We do an online shop and all the kind of stuff around it, not just only Amazon FBA. And I think that's the, the big problem. And that's the reason why a lot of FBAs of us try to sell their company, to be honest. What's your opinion on this point? Yeah, uh, that's why I sold it. I absolutely, looking back, I always say this and people think it's a joke, but I, I hated the business almost every day. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't passionate about it at all. And it, it was kind of necessary because I was, I was broke. I, was, yeah. I don't want to get too much into my backstory, but I yeah. was really in a bad situation and I had to make money. Um, and I made it happen, but it, I was miserable. And um, I see that with so many people that are going through the same thing. Uh, and now having sold the business, I get into, a, you know, I'm getting into a similar mindset now where it's like you have this big chunk of cash, but you have no cash flow. And you have all these expenses and you stack them up because you've been making money. Yeah. And then I've cut down on my living expenses, which is challenging. Um, yeah. It's, it gives you so much more freedom because it's like, hey, I, I don't need much to live because you, you actually don't. Um, and yeah, a lot of people there after that, after that security, after that, just making money. And um, I think as a background for people to give more of a context, the thing that I think you're passionate about is not socks per se, but building a brand or design and, yeah. and yeah, building something great. So when people say, yeah. Oh, he's doing something passionate now, he's selling socks. No, he's building, you're yeah. building a brand or like, or what, what, how did you find what you're passionate about? Was that hard to find? Did you already know that? Or did you discover that over time? I think it's a journey. Uh, you don't like, Two years ago, I was passionate about Amazon FBA and the algorithm and PPC. Then after where, if you're doing always the same, then you learn for yourself, okay, I'm passionate, passionate about it, but I have to go on and do a, another thing because you're bored about this. So in total, I would say that I'm really passionate about it uh, to sell stuff. Like from my little years, I, I always to sell something and so in total I say like selling online that's that's the key for me but also selling offline that's the reason why we will build a coffee coffee next year 
I love always selling and try to make a great experience for the customer also online and offline and yeah also building a brand like all the kind of stuff like I'm a really big Apple fan and I was watching the keynotes about Apple like for years like literally for 10 years I never like forget one one keynote like I saw always every keynote and that's that's why I'm passionate about it. I'm sometimes I lay in my bed in the evening and I'm just going through other online shops and see how the experience is, what icons do they have, what like triple crafts they have. Like that's that's the magic for me. I love to sell people like cool stuff and nice brands and yeah, that's what I love to be honest. Yeah. I love it. I fucking love it. Nice. I'm really jealous of that because I've realized that I don't necessarily love that. And um, I've been listening a lot to Gary Vee, who talks a lot about that, yeah. about being a born entrepreneur. And you seem to be exactly that. Like even yeah. when you when yeah. you were young, like 10 years ago, when you yeah. were even younger than now, I mean, t- teenager yeah. or maybe you were even younger than that, um, you've already been into this stuff. So what were you, yeah. what were you into? Like, do you think it's just a DNA that you picked up or is it something you learned or just experiences that you had as a child that, that made you that way? I think a combination. I think it's a lot of DNA, like what's your preferences, but also like luck and that you find in a young age your preferences and know yourself the best that you know where should I go into. Like before Snox, I was into uh, banking. I was... I worked for a bank for three years, like studied there, like a duale studium, it's called here in Germany. And there I learned what I don't love, love. <laughs> nice. like sitting in the back office and stuff like that. And I think I always say to everybody, I don't regret anything. I'm so blessed and so blessed that I work for this bank because I learned three years what I hate. So I shifted all this stuff and know, okay, I don't want to sit in the office from eight to five every day in the back office. Don't have any touch point with anybody and just making numbers. No, I don't love it. So I changed radically to another point. I studied my master's into informatics, but with the focus on consulting, then I learned, okay, I love to like work with other people and do some products together but I'm not that guy that can code and stuff like that. I'm more a selling person. So right now what I'm doing, I'm doing like with the whole team that was factor, uh, factor number one, I want to build a team around me and build like a team what I love. I love the people, we are a family, Team Snocks. I really, that's my family. And together with them, we are selling like whatever it is, I just want to be with my family, with my team, and selling all that kind of stuff. No matter if it socks or boxer shorts, it doesn't matter for me. It's just how we can create a nice experience for the customer and also, yeah, making money and build something really big and, yeah, building a fucking empire. Do you know your your Myers-Briggs personality type? Uh, I'm yellow and blue. If you mean that. Oh, yellow and blue is the disc uh, personality type. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Yellow and blue. Yeah, I can see that. Nice. Um, the, 
the it's the 16 personalities test i was just curious about that because i think you you and me might be similar as well i think you're definitely an e probably also an n and then maybe fj or even maybe even tj but i don't know if you <laughs> you might be it afterwards to me that would be a very interesting i love these kind of tests and that's one little like baustein like one little key that you learn yourself the best and get in touch with yourself and know what what you love like yeah i always yeah i love this kind of test and yeah. i would love to do it yeah for everyone listening uh it's called the mbti or you can just go on 16personalities.com and it's 12 minute test it's really insightful and um that's actually something i wanted to get into now you talked about your team or your family uh and yeah. This is literally the most inspiring thing that I see at Snox because I've, I've been struggling with crippling loneliness during my first business. And even now at times where I'm doing this thing by myself and I'm in a new city here, I'm, you know, I visited the, the guys in Cyprus, but I'm always working on yeah. by myself and I'm not that type of person that I've realized that now I'm a yeah. people's person. I need to be around people. Yeah. But I want to build a team. But for the team, I need to get cash flow. But for the cash flow, I need to first build a business, which I really suck at doing if I'm all by myself and I'm constantly feeling super lonely and I can't motivate myself to work and I'm depressed. So yeah. I'd love to know more about, you started with a co-founder. That definitely helps a lot when starting out, right? Because you are in it yeah. together. And I've also seen that you have, you seem to have complementary skills because your business partner yeah. seems to be the numbers guy. And you are yeah. more the people's and marketing guy, which is perfect because yeah. yeah. uh, you might not be the numbers guy. I mean, you worked at a bank, you didn't yeah. like it. So yeah. <laughs> it might have been the numbers. So tell me about that. The, the, you starting the business together and yeah. the teamwork that you have. Like what, to be honest, really one of the key factors of our success at Snox, it's just that we have each other. Like that's insane to have like a co-founder where you love so much where you like trust in any ways it's i can i can't describe the feeling like felix and me we trust really insane it's and i think that's how we like go through the first two years for me because i'm exactly like you i'm a really people guy and but the first two years you're fucking lonely like you're sitting in coffees travel around the world but I, I like trolling, but if you're sitting in a Starbucks in Shanghai, it's not that nice. So it's, it's just a fucking Starbucks. So um, I think the first two years, like Felix was the key for me. For Felix, I think it's not that important. Right now he's in Korea for himself, like just lonely. He's not that people guy who always have like five or 10 people around him. So for him, it's fine for me not. So right now I'm sit I'm always here in the office every day. Today it's like a fire talk. It's free day in Germany, but I'm here with two of our employees because they're exactly the same like us. Like we love to like hang around together, chill and work and stuff like that. And I think ex for example, you're you're a one person show. It's so tough. It's because there's always the two sides like you don't have cash flow to hire somebody, but you need somebody to scale it more. And I think, yeah, one tip here is like 
start with a half part job or something like that. Like the first two years we have like 10 part-time employees. They like just work on the weekend or half a day. And like after our first full-time employee is exactly from now one year ago. So after two years, we get our first full-time employee and the first full-time employee live, lives in Bali. So it was for me, it was not that nice because he wasn't around me. So yeah, it's hard. It's so difficult to give you like any tip or something like that because it's so individual. Like right now we, we hire every month one more full-time employee. Right now we have 15 people, just 15. That's insane. Like, and then there is a tipping point where it's getting difficult because you, I'm a people guy. And right now I, I get in touch with the feeling, okay, Johannes, you can't be cool with everybody in your company. And it's so hard to know everybody in the company very well when you hire every month a full-time employee. And right now it's like, for example, a new full-time employee started at Monday. I'm uh, on board here like the whole October. And then in the November, there's something new coming, a new person. Then the whole November, I will get really focused on this person. And then all the other employees, they like came like half a year ago. I'm not, I don't have like really much time for that. And that's for a people man, guy like me, it's hard to see, I want to spend my time with them, with my family, but it's hard because I have to focus and onboard something, somebody new. And that's struggle now, but I struggle and yeah, I, I don't imagine that I'm alone and do it all on myself. I love it. And I think for you, maybe write it on your, or make a vision for you. like. When I hit this number, I will like get my first full-time employee. I was always talk to myself when I get into hard times and sit alone in Shanghai or something like that in a Starbucks for myself. I was only, Johannes, one more year. Then you got your nice office with all the employees and have a great time. Like go, go, go. Like always think in your head like the vision you have to keep your goal in front of you and then just run and do your best yeah and that's something i've been struggling with for a long time which is why i started the podcast and the, the mastermind groups and stuff like that because like even i have a confession to make even today i couldn't get to work yesterday i was working at a starbucks here in barcelona i've been here before and i know some people here that are friends of friends but i don't know anyone really and i don't have anyone to hang out with and it's like I was walking around today and I just couldn't get myself to work because I was feeling so depressed. And it's because yeah. it's because that it's because of that. So yeah. for anyone listening, I'm looking for a co-founder. <laughs> no, but, but seriously, I, I know for me now, I cannot keep going like I really this. Appreciate your, your trust, your trust in the podcast and me that you're, you're so honest. And yeah, I think that's a, like a topic nobody wants to talk, but every entrepreneur and founder has this problem. Fuck. For, for me, this like the three last day, I was here because Felix is off. He's um, yeah, in the Philippines for a month. And right now I'm here alone. Like about 
six or seven o'clock in the evening until like I go like 11 or 12. I'm four or five hours here alone in the office. Nobody's here. And I went home. My parents are in holiday. I went home, go to sleep in the morning, seven o'clock, go back to the office. Like everybody, every entrepreneur feel lonely. I think that's the game. And yeah, it's a really big topic. And I think it's really important that founder to founder talk about this topic and that you know, and that we all founders know it's just fucking normal. It's not a depression where you lonely. It's, it's a problem or it's a downside about founding and be a self employee. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the uh, suggestion that you make is that like of like working part-time or getting someone in part-time and just making that a priority. Cause I've realized now I can't keep going like this. I literally won't be productive and it will never really start or, I mean, it has started and it's going well, but it won't really take off properly unless I'm working with someone. Cause I'm an ENFJ personality type and all my core strengths and skills is around people. And it literally says how it's for me, that's like my lifeblood and looking back at my life, 100% that's, that's been the truth. So just becoming self-aware of that, um, yeah, it's really important. So one more quick question. I'll make you an offer. Come yeah. to Mannheim. You can live here in our office like for one month and stay with us for, for one month for free. Come oh, over. Damn. I, I will introduce you to so fucking many people. I know everybody here around the city. And a good example for that is like two of our employees uh, work from a little, little um, village um, near to... Uh, Munich and they have exactly the same problem because in uh, where they live there was nobody like them and they always thought okay we are we are freaks we don't have friends we're like nerds we awkward guys and that I made them the same offer come over you can live for one month here in our office you can talk to them I will give you the number and hang out with them they always told me that was the best time of their life because they they learned about themselves so much and they get in touch with so many people they are just like them and right now they are super happy and scale their business and yeah to be honest that's really my offer just come over for a week or some days but i i think you will love it because every like we are eating here together every lunch we are hanging out play FIFA, play Nintendo Switch, Mario Kart. It's so much fun here. And I, yeah, come over, man. Yeah, that's what Lewis told me, that you have like this, this hub of like fun and, and yeah, family-like team. And it's like, that's, that's actually my number one goal. I don't care about making much money. I want to have a cool team and build something together with great people that I want to spend my life with or, or part of my life with. And um, yeah, I really appreciate that. I, definitely going to come over at some point. I'm in a bit of a tricky situation now because um, yeah. I'm waiting for a US visa, but I will take you up yeah. on that. I will definitely stay in touch because I want to see your office and yeah, maybe even record some footage on there to see how you run your team and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Free. Yeah. I'd love that. Um, so we've reached the, the half an hour mark and um, yeah, we can end it off here and Thank you so much for coming on. And of course, tell everyone where they can find out more about you, your company, um, and anything that you care about. 
it's just a company where I care about and it's snox.com go to it thank you so much for having me I appreciate it I love it and yeah all my message at the end so if you feel lonely like get in touch with under other founders all founders around the world have the same problems with loneliness I think we have to come together and like get together and be strong yeah one more super quick question because I'm super okay. curious about this now uh, yeah. do you think that you can even though you have a team you can also be lonely because there's that maybe that relationship with your employees that they are employees you're the boss and there's certain things that you can't talk about with them or it's maybe yeah, like a weird relationship. yeah yeah it's exactly the same for me like at one point all the day like i got like 10 to 15 people around me and they're really, really good friends to me but about some topics i i can't speak with them i can't and if i don't have felix and with felix we can talk about everything if i don't have them i would be a fucking lonely man yeah to be honest like yeah. there are some topics you can't talk to your girlfriend like about like the business stuff my girlfriend don't care about it. like she tried to be interested in but it's not the topic about you're talking with your girlfriend so i think the best thing in the world is to have a co-founder to be honest wow. or something like that like a really not just a mastermind like two companies like really talking about everything or stuff like it if you don't have a really good co-founder try to like we also have like other company it's pure lay there are also a really really big company and we're sitting down like once a week or every two weeks we're really sitting together and don't make oh we make so much money no it's real talk we talk that's fucking up our employees i hate them so much like real talk and share everything everything and they kind of co-founders for us too because we share so much and that's how we be not lonely so mm, yeah makes sense yeah, thanks for getting into that as well because I was really curious about that. So let's try to... I'm also lonely, lonely and there are some days I feel like a lo fucking lonely person, but it, yeah, but I'm happy as fuck. Yeah, that's the most important thing. And again, I really admire what you've built and just the way you go about things. Um, so yeah, really appreciate it for, for being a good example of, yeah, how to how to build a meaningful company. And uh, I encourage anyone to check it out, snox.com. Uh, they also have a podcast. I think it's in German, right? Yeah. The right. Snockcast? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Snockcast. Yeah, I love that name. And um, <laughs> yeah, for anyone who's interested, check it out. And um, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode with Johannes. Uh, really cool to see that these guys just like to do what sounds fun, what sounds cool. Kind of reminds me of Richard Branson, the way he approaches business, right? It, it has to be fun. And I love that. I hope everyone gets to that point um, where they can just do stuff because they think that'd be cool. Let's do that. So if you enjoyed this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you left a quick review on iTunes. It would help a lot and I would appreciate it so much. 
And feel free to reach out to Johannes as well. He's very active on Instagram. If you check him out there, there's links in the description as well as links to his website if you want to get some undies. And yeah, I'll see you or talk to you and you're going to listen again next week. Bye-bye.